I'm Delta Work, and it's time for Very Delta. Manila Luzon is here. But first, do you want to see me go off? Because I think you want to see me go off. M. Oh. M. Mom! Are you a lady like me? Introspective, beautiful. Oh, are you intellectual like me? Beguiled by a bargain? You like wild times? Oh, like me? Are you serving the community like me? Well, if you are, then you must be very Delta. I'm Delta Work, and this is Very Delta, a luxury public access podcast and YouTube talk show where I look gorgeous, speak extemporaneously, and invite fascinating people to sit on the couch and get Very Delta. Very Delta is for the woman who takes her glucosamine tablets with velvety smooth oleato at Starbucks. But first, let's get into some things that are Very Delta. I am a creature of habit. Doing things the same way over and over is very Delta. With that said, I hate when I get a product that I've always bought, that I've always used, and out of nowhere, it's completely different. It's packaged differently. It responds differently. And the reason I'm saying this is because my favorite face setting powder that I've ever used for years and years and years, literally my mother, my genetic mother used this same powder and her mother before used it is now entirely different. I'm talking about Cody face powder, Cody Airspun face powder. You can buy it at the drugstore. It's like a $6 container, a fat container of powder that's been around for years. It's known for its distinctive smell. It's known for offering a translucent and a translucent extra coverage. And then it has a host of different colors. And you can see by looking at them that they're all completely different. I have used this product my entire drag career. Some people like it. Some people don't. Some people say it's a little too, uh, too powdery because it, uh, you know, if you don't, it doesn't have the finish that new products have. I like it. I love how it responds. I love how it hangs onto my foundation. I needed some and I couldn't find it at Walmart or Target where I normally get it. So I decided to order it from Amazon. I got my package. I opened it up at my makeup station, assuming that it was going to be the same thing I always got. And for some reason, my color, honey beige, is like almost completely white. It is so, so pale. And I'm like, this is weird. They must have just maybe put the wrong label on it. I wasn't really sure what was happening. But, you know, I know this product for almost three decades of drag. Um, I'm confused. What has happened to this? And I immediately think, oh, my gosh, I had to buy it online. It wasn't at the two stores where I normally buy it. They had to have reformulated this. So, you know, I'm looking at the package. It looks the same. The name is same. The font is same. Then I smell it. And it just smells like a very generic, like medicinal lotion or something like just some sort of free lotion at a Motel 6. Like that's what it smelled like. And that is not the scent of Cody powder. Cody powder is known to have this very, very strong, um, spicy, 
flavor. That's part of the reason why a lot of people that stopped using it or didn't like using it because it is it does have such a strong scent to it that it smells like actual body fragrance. I know that this product has been reformulated, not by the packaging, because that still looks the same. That's what fooled me. That's what brought me in. I looked at it and I thought, oh, same thing I always get. Throw it in my bag. But I could tell by the color immediately once it was opened because the outside packaging is orange. You kind of can't really tell. Uh, I was in the dark. Once I opened it, I could see this is like almost white. This is like a translucent setting powder, which is not a problem, but I wanted it not just for its coverage, but for the color of the coverage. I like that peachy color of honey beige. Uh, that was not in there. In addition to the fact that it was the wrong color, I could tell by the smell, this is not what I'm used to. Then on top of that was the performance. I put it on my powder puff. I hit my powder puff just like this. And I put it on the container and I shake it and I let go. And then I go pressing it in. And I'm like, what is it? it fully felt like sugar granules in a way. Like there was there's a textural difference. It was not it was not grabbing a hold of my foundation and creating like this coverage that it always did. It wasn't one with the powder and the foundation together. It became sort of something not just granulated, but then also had a bit of a shimmer to it. That's not what I'm looking for. I don't want people to look at my makeup and say like, oh, you look like you, you've you been sweating. Like I want to mattify. That's what this powder has always done. But it has been reformulated with a new scent. It's been formu reformulated. It's been reformulated with a new scent, with a new performance, with uh, a new color. It is not the same thing. And I just, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, it blows my mind that this would be fine. It didn't say like, same great packaging, new performance. Like it didn't have any of that. It was just like, here's your product. This company has been around for like over a hundred years. Has to be at least, has to be at least 75 years. It's been around for a long time. Out of nowhere, just a shimmery powder that smells like medicine. That's like the color of a, a white piece of paper. Where's my honey beige? And also too, is there really a difference between a cup of soup and a bowl of soup at a restaurant? I have a favorite restaurant that I like to go to. It's called Polly's Pies. And I think it's absolutely delicious. But when I get a cup of soup there and a bowl of soup, I feel like realistically, there's not that much of a difference in serving or in portion, but I feel like there's a vast difference in price. So I don't know why we can't just say at restaurants, there's only a bowl of soup and it's always $4.99 or wh whatever price it is. I just feel like, kind of like you see people say that like a, a 30 ounce soda at McDonald's fits into a 40 ounce cup at Jack in the Box and you watch them do it and there's like that much difference. I don't think that's enough of a difference to call it like to charge that much more. I feel like if it was significantly different, I don't know if it was like this much is a cup and three of these are a bowl. That's why it's triple the price. Like that makes more sense. I love my soup at Polly's Pies is called back burner soup. It's the best soup ever. It has lentils. It has little pieces of pasta. It has vegetables. Um, uh, and it has, uh, some, a little bit of meat in it. Maybe it's hamburger meat. I think, I don't remember. Delicious. 
But I'm just going to, I don't, I don't want a cup of soup and half a sandwich. I know that the majority of their clientele does, but I want like a full soup and a, like a full bowl. I want like a full bowl of soup and a full sandwich. Like I want those two things. A cup is like two tablespoons. Why is that? Like there needs to be more than that. I just feel like it's always been a thing to go to a diner and say, oh, I'm going to get a bowl of soup or I'm going to get a cup of soup. I feel like the cup maybe used to be bigger. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Like a cup of soup is maybe four ounces and a bowl of soup is eight ounces. I feel like that it's like should be double. It should be not a little bit more. It should be a whole other serving. That's why it's a whole other price. Just confused. Like also I, I need a cup or a bowl of soup, whichever you're bringing me, which, you know, as it's a bowl of soup. You're bringing me a bowl of soup. I need there to be at least two packages of saltine crackers. I need two packages that's two in each one. And I want to crumble them and put them on the soup the same way I love going to a place and ordering a dinner salad. There was some point in dining over the past maybe 30 years where people no longer ordered a dinner salad. It was called like a house salad or a half house. What happened to the dinner salad? Like I'm so in love with a plain old bagged, like a plate or a bowl with uh, a bagged lettuce that has red or purple cabbage in it and carrots. And then all they do is put two little um, cherry tomatoes and maybe some croutons or if they don't have croutons, the saltine crackers. And I want to crush them and put them on top of there. And I want to eat it with ranch dressing or blue cheese dressing or Italian if either of those are not available. No, I don't want Thousand Island dressing on my salad. That only goes on a hamburger or as a dipping sauce for French fries. And you, honey mustard is not is not for cold food. That's not a salad dressing. Don't don't tell me that's one of the options. Mm -mm, we're not doing that. Do you want to see me take a break? Because I think you want to see me take a break. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. Everything is online today, and Squarespace offers so many features to make your website so sleek and professional. I love to shop online and I like to see how different small businesses and people have their websites set up. For me, it says a lot about how the customer service experience will play out based on a company's web design. I can always tell when a website is well-built and well-managed. It's the functionality and Squarespace has it. With Squarespace, you can book appointments through your site. They provide everything you need to manage your schedule, accept secure payments, send automatic reminders, you can have an online store, you can sell your products directly on your site, and they offer amazing analytics too, which is great for growing your business. You can learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are the most effective. So check out squarespace.com slash verydelta for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code verydelta, all one word, to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I'm ready. I love it. We are ready. We are doing it. This is going to be your intro right here. Okay. Uh-huh. My guest today is a drag race icon, an all-star, many times over, and there's really nothing she can't do. If I am meatballs, she is spaghetti. If I am chocolate, she is Manila. Oh! Manila Luzon is here. Hi, Delta. Hi. Thank you for being here. Of course, girl. I like specifically wanted to be on your show. I specifically I wanted you here. Okay. See? That's how it works out. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about... Drag Dagulon? Drag Dagulon from my show Drag Den. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk let's talk about let's talk about Drag Den in general. Drag Den. Okay. So This is huge to me, and I know it's huge to a lot of people. It, it's huge to me. I, I mean, okay, so during the pandemic, um, I signed with uh, Cornerstone Entertainment in the Philippines. They are a um they are a talent agency. They have some of the most talented uh, Filipino celebrities mm -hmm. under their umbrella, but they also produce, okay. which is great. So they also produce a lot of the things that their talent gets to do, which is right. great. Um, uh, and so I had signed with them because I had I love going to the Philippines. I've been I've been trying to get to the Philippines more um, in the last few years, and so signing with this, this talent agency was great. And so then they. Uh, right after they were like, oh, and we have this show idea that we want you to like consider. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yes. They were like, uh, and they're like, can, can we describe it to you first? I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. I said yes. <laughs> I already said yes. Um, yeah. It, they're, the drag in the Philippines, ever since the first time I went to the Philippines, it's like it's blown me away. Uh -huh. You know, like there's great drag everywhere I go. And I've, you know, traveled the world. I traveled the U.S., um, but when I went to the uh, with the Philippines, I was amazed. So ever since then, I've always wanted to to shine a spotlight. You know, like my my pride and my heritage of being Filipino is, is kind of like taken over. Um, and I just want people to like see like these drag queens. And mm -hmm. I have the capabilities of creating this opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, I know we were all holding out for Drag Race Philippines to happen. But, you know, I think it's just it just got pushed back. They were talking about it for years. And, mm -hmm. you know, I was like, I'm not freaking holding out for this. Like, right. if I have this opportunity, let me let me do it. So, yeah, I signed on. And the next thing I know, I I have a show with with eight beautiful Filipino drag queens and so a drag dagulan. Yeah. Which. OK, so let me describe to you what a drag dagulan is. Yeah. So. It is like a pun. You know, like on Drag Race, we like to do, make puns, right? Mm -hmm. um, so it is Dagulan, which means to fight, which is like get into like a little street fight or a little Twitter fight or whatever. Okay. So we we called it a Drag Dagulan because we're, we're fighting in drag. Um, and yeah, it was like our little 
the little end segment on each of our episodes, mm-hmm. a little bonus round for people to get extra points to add to their score. Mm-hmm. Um, since lip sync battles are are very RuPaul's Drag Race, mm-hmm. you know, we're a different show. So we wanted to do something different. So with the battle, there is like the giant spike. Like, like tell us, like, I mean, is this dangerous? Um, yeah, I, I, I gagged when that first, that first episode, when that giant wrecking ball got like lowered from the rafters. Right. Um, it looks like it's made out of like solid steel. It's hollow inside. Okay. In fact, um, but the thing is, is that like, because we wanted to do something so different from what people expect, like a, a lip sync battle, right? Um, we wanted to have this like visceral, like, like, you know, Mad Max Thunderdome style mm-hmm. like battle towards the end. And this is not to like send anyone home because on Drag Den, on season, the first season, we didn't send anyone home. And that was kind of like the surprise. Um, but we wanted something to be like over the top and crazy. And so having a giant spiked wrecking ball swinging around and you're trying to knock over your opponent while they're trying to like do this dance. Right. Was freaking hilarious. Um, I went to um, a drag show in the Philippines and in the Philippines they have these um, these street festivals. Okay. And they put a stage up there and they always, drag queens will just show up and they will battle it out and they'll lip sync. And they, it is like a real true battle because like they're like climbing up on top of like the scaffolding and jumping down. Um, I had a queen like literally we were like, I was judging and we were sitting behind this table. A queen literally came and picked up the, she picked up the judge's table brought it up onto the stage, climbed up on top of the table, was dancing, and then jumped off the table, off Stop. the stage, and into the splits, Stop. onto the street, the the dirty street, right? And the entire crowd went crazy. So the drag in the Philippines is so much different than, you know, like a, like a proper drag show here in the States or, right. or a proper drag show anywhere else. Right. So we wanted to bring that kind of, like, aspect to Drag Den. So... It was fun. Yeah. The the girls were swinging it, chucking it, throwing it at each other. It was insane. How fun. One queen barbecue actually, she was she was chomping at the bit. She wanted to she wanted to do this drag dog long uh-huh. battle so bad. Um she <laughs> in this episode it's like literally like 5 seconds, not even 5 seconds into the song and she picks this ball and she hurls it at her opponent, knocks her down so hard that it actually indented the the wrecking ball. Stop it. <laughs> and so we we had like for the next episode we had to like figure out how to like undent it. It sure. was pretty hilarious. In the Philippines, drag is a contact sport. Apparently, apparently. <laughs> but you do drag everywhere. I mean, you you've done drag uh uh obviously on Drag Race All Stars and uh you have uh did you do drag you you did drag you yeah we did drag we you. did drag you now you have your own show but most recently people have seen you in a place especially now where like everything is so frightening you were literally on the stage at the CMT awards yeah that was that was super super exciting and yeah. um yeah th- 
when I got the call and I, w- I was asked to do it, I was like, yes, I will move. A- I'll move my schedule around because like this is this is insane. Like yeah. just being invited to something like the like a country music awards. Right. It, it, it's great because especially in this political climate, you know what I mean? Like where everyone is like now trying to point fingers and trying to find the scapegoat. Um, it, we kind of like are in our own little bubble. And that's why when I got invited to perform at the Country Music Television Awards with Kelsey Ballerini, I was like, oh yeah, for sure. Because right. this is like going to reach an audience that isn't used to seeing me right. as a drag performer. Right. Also, like it was great because like everything that I've done is like I'm going on to Drag Race. I'm doing I'm hosting and executive producer of Drag Den. Like all eyes are on me as Manila Luzon, the drag artist. Mm-hmm. But when I got to be on on the CMT Awards with Kelsey Ballerini, I was just any drag queen. Right. Any drag queen. I, I, I so happen to be from TV. People do know me, but most of the people watching that show probably don't know who I am. So if, mm-hmm. if any if if shit fall, if shit hits the fan, like they're going to probably blame Kelsey Ballerini before they'll, they'll blame me. Right? Fuck. Or if anything, I like anyone watching will see that like we're not. We're not doing anything like crazy. We're not mm-hmm. coming out there, you know, on stripper poles and, you know, trying to seduce your husband. sister. <laughs> I mean, have you been to the executive scene and seen me perform? <laughs> yes, I have. And, and uh, I'm on a stripper pole. There's stripper poles. Stripper poles, stripper. I'm in flats, but I'm on a stripper pole. Yeah. You're giving us your full on Jennifer Lopez and Hustlers fantasy, honey. For sure. Um, yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's the thing. And so I was really happy to to get to do that mm-hmm. just because we would reach a different audience. Right. Get, and, I, and I'm happy to make that statement with um, this bright, talented, up and coming um, country music star right. who's who's literally like making a bold statement like her song. Kelsey Ballerini's song was called If I'm Going Down. Uh, if you're going down, I'm going down too. Mm-hmm. And when you first listen to the the song, it, it, it's it sounds like this like Thelma and Louise, like we're sisters and like I got your back, like whatever. Um, but she like with adding us, me, Jan Sport, Olivia Lux, and the Kennedy Davenport, adding us to her performance, recontextualized her song, gave it complete new meaning, and became like a song about about female sisterhood and empowerment and friendship and ride or die uh, women. It became an, a song about allies. Right. You know what I mean? And that was something really special because like, again, I'm always talking and I always feel like I'm in an echo chamber preaching to the choir and everyone that follows me already is like, yes, Manila, we, we, we get this. We're on your side. But we need to like, really give our allies the chance to stand up for us. We need them. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what Kelsey did. And we were so, so proud to get to do it. Yeah, it was sickening. It was sickening. Let's take a break.
are back <laughs> with the gorgeous Manila Luzon. Um, you've got all the colors. Ooh. You've got all the shades and more. Mm. You can show them things they never seen before. This sounds really familiar. What are you going to show them? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to show them my new music video called Colors. It's on streaming right now on YouTube. Mm -hmm. How about that? Well, you know what? Uh, your red light is still on. Um, thinking about colors, um, do you think that you should be respected for your role in the current trend of the money piece in hair coloring? Everyone's getting a money piece, which is a streak in their hair all in the front. That's all the trend right now, the money piece. Is it? I feel like, listen, I and I and I wonder because I know that you uh you you we wear other hair. You don't only wear that, but it's something that is signature. Um when you wear that, are you, do you feel most like do you feel most connected to Lily Munster, Cruella, or Bonnie Raitt? <laughs> uh, ginger spice? Ginger spice. <laughs> um you know, the crazy, the idea of the blonde streak was actually um, one of the late Sahara Davenport's mm -hmm. ideas when she was trying to uh, come up with a new look or a vibe. Um, but I kind of ran with it because when we were filming Drag Race season three, I had the my boy hair. I had the bleach blonde yeah. streak in my hair. And that's because when I started drag, when I was doing drag, Back then, I would switch between black hair mm -hmm. and blonde hair. And so I thought like, oh, as my as my boy, I would have like both, right? And then it kind of like started to show up in my drag. And then when I was, I forget, there was one point where I was just like sick of having to re-dye my boy hair like because I was getting roots and stuff like that. And I was like, I, I, I'm kind of getting too old to be like a guy with like a blonde streak in my hair okay you know I'm of, a, I'm of a certain age so i thought like okay well let me just take it out of my my everyday living and then just really like go full hard on like it with my wigs right um i like that i like the blonde streak in my wig i, I love feel, it i feel like it 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 adds drag to mm -hmm. some of my hair because like i mean i don't want to like brag or anything but like sometimes i feel like when I do drag, it just, it feels so like Womana. Mm -hmm. It's like, mm -hmm. sometimes I just want to be like, not just like a pretty woman. I, right. I want to be like a drag queen. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I feel like the blonde streak, like kind of, you know, makes it a little bit more mm -hmm. heightened and more over the top. Do you think when you dress up as like a big bird, that's very like female impersonation? <laughs> Or when you wear like a stack of bagels on your head. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, that part, yes. No, I. Uh, but like, if I'm just like being wearing like, because I like sometimes just like wearing like a pretty, just like my hair down. I just like to feel no, like of a course. pretty woman. I think it's interesting because it's happened many times before. There's like a back in the day before people were really doing like a lot of like face tune or face editing. Um, uh, somebody like swapped a picture of the two of us like, oh, from the Abbey. Face right? swap. Yeah, face yeah, yeah. Swap, that's what it was. And I would show it to people and they would just look at it and they were like, oh, that's a really cool picture of you guys. And I'm like, no, no, look at the picture. <laughs> and what's weird is like we look nothing alike. I, I would say Facebook would disagree because remember like when Facebook started like facial recognition, mm -hmm. I can't even tell you how many times that it would tell me that I was you because it would like for some reason. It would do it to me. It would do it to me. It would be like auto tag and like auto tag. Like, yeah, I love it. 
I think it's crazy, but I think maybe uh, I don't know. But like you and I both, we just use, look genetic. We look too genetic. We well, we are sisters, darling. Yeah. Um, I think it's I, I think it's a lot of because like we, like, we both use like very like neutrals and browns. I, ex- I think we, that could when be when we do our makeup, and I don't know, like you and you and I both like we have our stamp. Mm-hmm. I think that it's just similar enough for like Facebook to get it confused right. or it's similar enough because like I, you know, like some, some Queens like to do different colors or switch up their makeup a lot. Right. Um, like every single time. No, I don't want to I, that. I try to always kind of keep it the same. And, and, yeah. and after sh- filming drag race season three and I would be touring, I was like, I feel like when people hire me and pay all this money to come for me to show up to their club, they want to see the person that they recognize right. from TV because right. it, it goes back all the way down to my childhood because I remember my sister hired a birthday clown for her birthday or mm-hmm. not, not, her, not her, my, my mother got a birthday clown mm-hmm. for one of her birthdays and she was a wonderful clown and she made balloon animals and she had a really cool look. My mother hired her a, the next year and she looked completely different and I remember as a little boy being disappointed that she did not look like the clown right. that I remembered from the last birthday party. Mm-hmm. And that kind of always stuck with me. So I was always like, if people are going to hire Manila Luzon, they should right. get Manila Luzon. Not me like trying like some new thing where I go, oh, I'm not wearing eyebrows today. Or, oh, I, I, I painted my face, you know, in like, you know, to look like Cirque du Soleil or whatever. I feel like I, I've always just wanted to have like this, this classic look and stamp. Now it's, changed over the years as like you know as I age and as makeup trends is kind of change and drag kind of changes but it usually tries to stay the same right I feel like you do that same thing too yes and I, I'm so glad you said that because I feel like when um, my friend Tony Tripoli who used to write for um, for Joan Rivers said that Joan was very about like when people meet me they want to meet Joan Rivers. Yeah. They don't want to meet me the way that I'm eating, you know, uh, peanuts on the couch and watching TV. So when I go out, I need to have my jewelry. I need to have my, you know, and of course she's not saying she has to go to like, you know, the Met Gala, but I mean, she needs to look put together. And so I always sort of carried that with me. But what what's interesting about what you're saying is about having a look that we have and then it kind of develops as you go, but it sort of it has its, uh, it has its fundamentals, right? Um, I think when that that also speaks when you said like the Womana, it sort of speaks to something that that I believe that I know about you, that I know about a handful of people that I don't know about everybody, which is you take what you do very seriously, but you don't take yourself that seriously. And so that's the importance. That's the that's being present. That's being aware of what you do and how you do it. Um, but also with that said, you're the same person in or out of drag. Yeah. You are like, you have the same opinions. Yes. It gives us carte blanche to say a little bit more or do a little bit more or add a little flourish, but the opinions are the same. Right. Yeah. I feel that about you. I know that about you. I don't, I'm not even asking for your, you to agree with me. I know that about you. It's the truth. Yeah. And not everybody does that. Well, and, and then bringing you back to the subject is like the blonde streak in my hair is part of that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there, I, I sometimes I feel like I'm unrecognizable. And this happened to me, like, from my earliest times in drag. Like, I remember, like, showing up to the club and I would be wearing a blonde wig and I would kind of, like, change my makeup to, like, you know, have blonde eyebrows or whatever. And I remember, like, the door bitch 
Oh, that's what we used to call him. Um, the door bitch would be like, uh, when I would walk up to the front, it would be like, um, the line's back there. And I'm like, oh, no, it's Manila. It's like, oh, I didn't even recognize you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I, I always felt like there has to be some kind of like visual, um, something visual that people can recognize me for. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why like I always try to keep my, my makeup in... Um, in the same realm and that's why I like having the blonde streak and I, I, I like the blonde streak more now than ever mm-hmm. because of that and I'm so happy to see that there are a lot of wig manufacturers putting streaks of different colors into yeah. their wigs I think I think it's fun I think it it's fun. fun and especially now that like drag is popping off in the Philippines I love like going through my Instagram feed and being like I don't remember when I took this picture and it's some other Filipina queen with a blonde streak Damn. in her hair. Does it happen? Yes, girl. <laughs> Actually, uh, it was the, um, it was like a press junket we did in the Philippines right before the finale of Drag Den and all of my queens had black and blonde wigs. Wow. And I was like, oh my God, this was, it was like so cute to see them all like kind of like doing their homage to me. I love that. Yeah, so. I love that. I want to go to the Philippines. I bet it's so fun. It's it's fun and it's super hot. And the food is amazing though. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I'm down. Like I would love, I would love to go there. I would love to go to Thailand. I would love just to go. I just want to go somewhere where the food is amazing. And I love, I mean, I love any kind of Asian food in general. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And when it, Raja just came back from Bali and was like regaling me about the food. And I'm like, please stop. I'm <sighs> so... Bitch, I just ate and now I'm hungry again. If you yeah. don't quit, it sounds so good. It, Do you have favorite food like when you were on set? Um, oh, yeah. There was <laughs> when we were doing Drag drag Den. Because, um, you know, like I'm in drag. So there's I, I have like I don't want to like be fucking up my mi- lipstick. And I want to just be able to eat like little small snacks like every once in a while. Well, I don't want to done up. You don't like yeah. feel comfy. Yeah, exactly. Because you're and so cinched and then you have the makeup and you don't want to have to retouch and you don't want to have stuff in your teeth and one of my biggest pet peeves is getting crumbs mm-hmm. and then putting lipstick over it so mm-hmm. that you have like permanently like shellacked into your lipstick stop talking about me crumbs stop talking about me because I feel it you feel it okay that's like my biggest pet peeve mm-hmm. um so yeah I would have these little um um they were called sisig tacos which is like a little like fusion tacos and like this this crispy pork oh i'm in yeah with a little like um they're not they're like little baby limes they're called calamansi okay uh, a little citrus over top mm. i would have it so every good. day they would bring me like little like con- it was started out as like a little container and then by the end of shooting it was like this full like platter they would just give oh it to me God. and i would just be like eating it and now it's like one of those things where you know like when you when you tell your grandma like oh i love i mm-hmm. love your uh um, whatever food item you like make and right. then like every time you show up to grandma's house she's like I made it for you Right. everywhere I go now in the Philippines they're like they're offering me seasick tacos and so that sounds so fucking good girl it's like, so good I wish good. I wish there was some place here in LA that that would that would make that it's so good there's gotta be somewhere yeah it's like it's like it's like pork and then there's like the also like the crispy like the chicharron mm-hmm. like the fried mm-hmm. fatty skin part on top of it oh girl it's so good yeah <laughs> let's take a break <laughs>
We are back with Manila Luzon. We are uh, talking about, you know, uh, fashion accessories. Yes. How it's done well. Okay, here's the letter. Dear Ms. Delta and esteemed guest, do you prefer Febreze, Glade, or another type of odor-eliminating spray? Sometimes Febreze ends up smelling like poop anyway. What's your preference? (laughs) Very Riley sent this letter. Okay, I, I, I... I don't think Febreze smells like poop unless maybe they're trying to Febreze like after they took a shit. Right. In which case you should use poopery. Right. Poopery. I'm very surprised that poopery really does what, what it, it says it, what does. it says. It really does. Yeah. And it's yeah. now it's like it's like it it's created like uh copycats oh, there's brands a ton. out there. There's tons yeah. out there. Um But I need that real shit. I want that real sh- I want to pay ten ninety nine for it. That's see, I, when I take a shit, I don't have time to be thinking like, oh, I need to first line the toilet with a nice layer of spray. Oh, you I, don't? No. In my I house, do it before I go pee because I don't want people to smell that I had asparagus. Oh, you had asparagus? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I actually rather like when I, it's like, mm, I had a lot, I had a whole pot of coffee. And it's, <laughs> and I it's smell literally, it. It, it smells like a Starbucks when I take a piss. Um, no, I, 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 you know, I don't know. Maybe I think. I, I maybe I'm one of those people that thinks my shit don't stink. I, well, I I do think that. Yeah, I think that you think that. Yeah, I think I think that, that too. And so I would rather like I would rather just like get over the smell of my own shit than have to cover it up with something. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you ever go to the bathroom and you're like maybe in a public place and maybe you just go in to go pee and somebody blew it out and you're so afraid that when you walk back out people are like oh she fucked that up and you're like but I didn't I didn't fuck it up like it wasn't me like oh. I'm that person I'm scared. Yeah, I guess so. Actually, no, I don't give a you shit. You don't care? Yeah, at I don't some point shit. you have to be like, you know what? I don't take I a shit. I destroyed that bathroom. And if and even if I don't, didn't destroy it, I don't care if anyone thinks like. You don't care? Well, it depends on like the, if it's like an airport where it's just like a, it's just like a whole bunch of people going. Maybe if it's like a fancy party. Well, I wouldn't be shitting in a fancy party anyway. Right. Yeah. Right. So, I, no, I don't know. I, mean, I don't, well, to answer her question, I, I think. Yeah, I don't use I don't use like sprays. Do you? I, I do. I have every kind, and I love when there's like seasonal ones. So right now, Febreze has peach, and I love peach. Even though peach kind of gets like a, a bad rap as being like, you know, like there's that that thing about like the peach candle on SNL. It's like a a joke that people pass a peach candle around as like a re gift. Um, but I love Febreze. Uh, I feel like I like Glade, but I don't feel like it lasts as long. But Febreze is like three ninety nine, and Glade is ninety nine. So there's that kind of like yeah. a body spray and a bottle of perfume. Yeah, they the difference. Yeah, it's a difference between going to the department store and right. getting like a parfum. Right. There's just gonna versus be versus like going to Bath and Body Works and just getting like a flavored yeah. mist. It's just gonna last a little less because it's less concentrated, maybe. Um, yeah. But I love burning a candle in the bathroom. Yeah, I, I I'm a I'm a candle person. I love scented candles. You do. What's your what would scent would you be having right now if you could just go buy a candle? I really like those like warm or I don't really like the floral or fruity candles. I really like the warm amber with like tobacco musky. I love that. You know, I like those kinds of like cedar wood kind of smells. And at Christmas time, classic pine tree smell like that is the only. Kind of candle. Can I I tell you what I did? What did you do? 
So when you go to Walmart, they have wax melts, right? And they come Ooh, in a pack of yeah, like yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six. And I have a melting thing that takes, uh, it'll hold three. So out of each little 250 pack, I can get two days worth of scent, three and three. And my favorite scent that they have is their own store brand at Christmas. And it's called Fresh Cut Frasier. Ah. It's so good. But last year they didn't have any. Oh, I was at a Walmart that had, you know, I've ever been to Walmart where in the middle they have those big boxes with DVDs and people are like digging through. They had one of those of wax melts. When I tell you half of my body was in there digging around and I found so many fresh cut Frasier. All people, when they were walking by, they were like, all they could just see was this like giant just butt. Ass like just a over, butt like, digging with like little like <laughs> Tom's shoes hanging off. And they were like, hey, who is that? Is that... You know what I mean? Like, but I bought them all. I think about $75 worth and they were on 90% clearance. That just tells you how many I bought. Wow. I'm in See, love with them. I feel like this is something that they did almost on purpose. Yeah. Like they made it unavailable for you so that you would buy they the did. entire stock the they next did. time you saw it. They did. And my friend Danae knows how much I love their vanilla pine and found it on Amazon, which I've seen on Amazon as well. And they were like, those little 250 containers were like $17.50 each. And like, I was like, I'm never going to buy that. And then one day I'm sitting at home and like, this just shows up. She's like, hey, I know it's spring, but I found these and I know you love them. So I'll burn that shit all year round. Like, I love the fall and winter scents. I'm with you and I love that you love pine. Mm, yes. I love, I love the fall and the winter scents are always my favorite. The summer spring ones where it gets like florally or like fruity. Those are the ones I don't, I don't want to like want to eat mm -hmm. my candle. I want it to smell good. But right. like I, sometimes these candles smell so good. You're just like dipping your finger in it. Right. And you're just kind of like, maybe. Oh yeah. You do. No, but I, I I'm thinking about it. Do you like you, pumpkin you know spice? Those, did you ever know those girls that would eat chapsticks or the lip smackers yeah. in school? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what I'm afraid of. Like when you get those like really tasty smelling candles. Do I, you I, like pumpkin scent? I love the pumpkin smell, especially in the fall. Mm -hmm. I'm always like, those ones go really fast. Yeah, they for do. For sure in my house. They do. Okay. I'm going to read this first, this next letter. Greetings, Delta and esteemed guest. Unfortunately, I broke my jaw in two places last month and my mouth was wired shut. Yikes. For the first two weeks, I could only drink protein shakes. I've since graduated to soft foods such as mashed potatoes and yogurt. I will soon be cleared to chew my first meal. I can't decide if I want something hot and slutty like a Wendy's four for four dollars or a treat like sushi and all of the appetizers. If you were in my situation, what would your first real meal be after six weeks? Sincerely, Titanium Jaw. Mm. Mm, that's a good one. What would your first meal be? Oh, I don't know. I feel like you'd want to like go balls to the wall and be like, I want to get something like super crunchy. But like, I'm assuming that it should probably be like, you should probably ease into it. That's what I think. Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to say Italian food. Something Italian. Because you can like kind of, yeah, you know, if like it's a, pasta, you can smash it a little you bit. You it a little bit. Like, yeah. a, like a lasagna. I think a, a lasagna. lasagna would be good, or mm -hmm. like a ravioli. I like that. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. I don't, I don't know. What, what did, what was the first option she had? The first option was uh, Titanium Jaw said, uh, "Do I want something hot and slutty like like what? a Wendy's four for four? I don't know if you're familiar with that, but they do the. It's like you pick like a, a sandwich, 
a fries a side like yeah. uh, nuggets or something. I, I would do I would do the chili. You would do the chili. Yeah, but I say like it's been six weeks. You should probably like do do a little something more than just you know Wendy's drive through. Well, you said that you could do mashed potatoes. Maybe you're graduated to a baked potato. So if you were at Wendy's, you could get a oh. baked potato and chili and put it on top. The loaded potato. Oh, those are really good. Yeah, they are good. Yeah, I, Wendy's is one of my favorite restaurants. Me too. Yeah, of I can all of the fast something. food ones like that. Do you remember when they had the salad bar? Oh, this is already been remember? this is already a bit on an episode. Or no, at least it's not going to be on enough episodes. Oh, okay. The salad bar in the it was like it's like a an, uh, an arboretum or something. I don't even like a greenhouse, right? Yeah, because like the 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 Wendy's would always have like this side where it was like sunroom, gla- the sunroom, sunroom, and the the buffet always used to be like right oh. by the sunroom. Yes, don't that play was with the. Me. Oh God damn! I miss Wendy's it was good. buffets. It was good. Yeah, it was. You know, if you're ever uh, go to Palm Springs and you're down there on the ten, I don't know if it's Banning or Beaumont, which one is before the other, but it's right before you get to Cabazon Outlets. There is a Kentucky Fried Chicken buffet sitting on the side of the freeway. Now, what is in a Kentucky Fried Chicken? There buffet? is both kinds of fried chicken, so like a, an original and then an extra crispy. There are strips. There is corn. Uh, niblets, there is mashed potatoes, there are potato wedges, there's coleslaw, then there are also two types of desserts, which back in the day they used to have a thing called a little bucket parfait, which was like pudding and then like graham cracker. I don't know if they still have that there. But we went there one time and we almost were like hate crimed. So I'm just saying, you know, uh, maybe if you can go with like more people who are less gay or less people of color, we you might be able to squeeze through. I squeezed through because I, you know, people always say I, that I play a, a white lady on TV. So, mm. but when I'm not a white lady on TV, people are like, oh, that's somebody's Mexican dad. <laughs> and he doesn't look like he can defend himself. Okay. See, my problem with the KFC buffet is that it's the same goddamn menu as the regular KFC. Yeah, but you get as much as you want. Sure. But the thing about the much. Wendy's, the Wendy's buffet used to have like spaghetti. Yeah. They used to have like little taco Well, Sizzler's buffet's still around. We can go to Sizzler. We still can go to Sizzler. Sizzler is actually one of my favorite places to like treat myself to. It's good. Whenever I feel like, yeah, I, I, I don't, I want to have like a steak, but I don't want to have it like be pretentious. Like, oh, it was aged for like 30 years. Like, fuck that. Just give me a regular steak. Give me a fucking like piece of like lobster tail. I don't care if it was frozen. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? And then like, of course, the buffet, which I actually, I I feel like at Sizzler, they do this thing where they bring you your food out before you even have a chance to go back for seconds. Right. Like they they time that. So like, like, oh, they sat down. And they're just finishing through their salad. Like before they can get up and go get more salad, they like mm-hmm. bring you your main food, your steak. Yeah. So that you don't you don't have you don't go back and eat more. Yeah. So it's not all you can eat. It's like because like after you finish your steak, do you really want to go back for salad? I mean, you paid for yeah, it. Yeah, so I see well. what you're saying. I see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, you know, at Sizzler, they have like, so I always go, I always go to Sizzler. You you go and order your steak and I always order the lobster or, or maybe sometimes the shrimp. You know, I love a surf and turf moment, but I get my little salad and then I sit down and as I'm finishing my salad and usually soup as well, um, that's when they, they put the plate down and then I'm like, oh damn, I could have gone back. Mm-hmm. Like they still had like, they had like a little taco bar. They had a little like pasta bar too. Yep. And then I'm just like, well, now I'm now I have to eat my steak and my lobster. Right. So like when I finished that, I'm like, 
I'm good. I'm good. I'm so good. I'm so good. Like, I'm not going to eat more salad after I already ate. And usually a buffet's desserts aren't really all that. Like, even a top-notch buffet back in the day, you'd be like, these are all the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I there is always I just it doesn't even matter the desserts as long as they have a soft serve machine. That's what I, don't I say. That's fucking what I, don't I say. Like you don't even give me the tray of the blondie or the f- whatever, like, you know, cr- apple crumble. Fuck that. I just want the soft serve. And if you are a really good buffet, you'll have like Sunday toppings. Yes. Yes. Just like some, and that's simple. Sprinkles. Yeah. The cheapest fucking shit you can put uh, yeah. on top. Uh, that, and that's, I'm happy with that. But do you ever notice like chain restaurants? Like, um, I don't know, like, uh, what's the, what's the one? Like, have you ever been to BJ's brew house? Like a BJ's or places like that. They like, they do this thing where they, um, will get like a, like cookie dough and they'll cook it in a little tiny like self-serve skillet and then they'll put like ice cream on it and they'll be like whoa look you're gonna come here for these and they'll put a name on it like pizuki and i'm like bitch that's a cookie with ice cream but you swear like you went off you have no idea what we do about desserts here and i'm like that's what you do why do they go buck wild do you know that you're the first person to take me to have real New York cheesecake when I was in New York. You took me to Junior's. It was a place that was there. You were like, there's a lot of places I could take you. This is the one that's close by. It was snowing. You mm-hmm. took me to um, to go see, uh, what's the big place? Uh, it's the square. Times Square. You took me there. But, yeah. but what's the place where people skate? Oh, that's Rockefeller. Rockefeller. You mm-hmm. took me there and it was at Christmas time. Yeah. And then also I came back to New York when I was performing at the... Um, at the um oh yeah i love that place you know what i'm talking about no no i don't um the theater the big theater showtime at the apollo oh i performed at the apollo Apollo. Mm -hmm. and here's the thing i just as again just just throwing this out there just talking about like a real ass bitch i didn't even get like a, a comp or anything there this bitch went and bought a ticket to the show to come by herself to watch me perform at the Apollo because she was like, I just want somebody to be there while you're performing at the Apollo. So you can tell people like, so you're not the only person that's like, no, I was at the Apollo. And people were like, oh, yeah, right. Like you were there and you were like, no, she really performed at yeah, the Apollo. Th- I mean, that's a, it was a big deal theater. to me. And like you like gave me that moment. But I was I was like, oh, they, they didn't give us any comps. And you were like, well, I guess I'm buying a ticket. Well, yeah, but it was fierce. It was so fierce. I would pay for a ticket for your show. It was fierce. Yeah, that was a fun night. I remember that. Did I take you for cheesecake then? No, No, it wasn't cheesecake. It was more than one time that I was in New York for it. Was they were separate things? But I feel like I like I should I should owe you to fly to the Philippines and to assist your hairdressers if they need like roller setting or hair washing. I think it would be fun. I should do that. I just, I want to go on a vacation. Why should I make it a working vacation? I mean, that's, that's like the best way to do. If you can, if you can get paid to to travel, then that's the way to do it for sure. Yeah. But I got all these miles uh, probably on spirit airlines. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Operation Dumbo drop. <laughs> I mean, it's worse airlines Southwest. There, there yeah. are. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not a fan. I, I understand the free baggage, but I've got $40. I'm not worried about it. I don't need the bag that bad. I'll just pay for it. 
Yeah. Um, I could sit here and talk to you forever. Thank you for being here. Of course. Thank you for having me. This is super, super fun. Um, you can search for Very Delta on all of your podcast apps. We come out every Monday. And you can also find us here on the Mom Podcasts YouTube channel. Also, a special hello to everyone who is watching the show on YouTube. We love you so much. We appreciate all of your comments, all of your shares. All of that really, really keeps this going. So keep doing it. Keep being very, very Chris, very Stephanie, very Michael, very Manila, very whoever you are. We love it. Also, you can um, subscribe to Mom so that you do not miss an episode. We don't want you to miss any of these. And you can get all of your other Mom content right there on the uh, Mom podcast page. Also, send your questions to readmedelta at gmail.com. Questions, if you have pictures, I would say comments. But you know what? Keep those to a minimum. Some of those fucking comments... You need to watch your mouth when you're talking to me. Comment in the uh, in the comment section on the YouTube video. Yeah, you can yeah. do that. Don't don't you have do to write in. You know what I hate when people like comment something, and like on my post on Instagram, and they'll like at me, and then I will go like I'll respond to them even if it's like something like whatever, whether it's controversial or not, and it, I'll type a whole thing out and it'll say so and so can't be mentioned. And I'm like, you know what? You're a fucking cunt when you do that. You do that because you want to drop. You you want to be one of those people that like throws something and then goes running. Like, don't oh, do that. Like the Amazon here and get like yours. the Amazon delivery guy who yeah. like knocks on your door and then like runs. Yeah, you stay here. You stay here and you let me respond to you because you act funny and I don't want you to do that. <laughs> also, you can follow the show on Instagram and TikTok at Very Delta because if you're not really, you're only getting fifty percent of the Delta. Until next week, we will be right here and we want you to join us. So keep things very, very Delta. This episode of Very Delta was brought to you by Orange Diamond, the official emoji of the Very Delta show. To listen to Very Delta one day early and ad free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus. Very Delta is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Delta Work and produced by Mark Jacobs. Engineered by Margot Padilla and editing by Doug Robertson. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. 